0: Hello and welcome to the commentary for the Kingery season five episode nine. Uh, I am Chris Stodder, I'm the director, and with me is Jared Page, the writer for this episode. Hello. To dinner. How's it going, Jared?
1: It's going all right. Excited to sit down and chat about the Kingery.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is a this is a great episode. So this is episode nine, um, and the title of this episode is Feast or Family. Yes. So, where did you come and, up with that?
1: Well, it was it. Is there was just meals involved, and I thought family with uh, you know both the scene with Tithia and Hooks and Devi, and then also with the bigger mob family. I don't know. It just kind of it just kind of it kind of happened. <laughs> no great story behind that, but uh, but yeah, this is only my second every episode I've done, I've written, so this is,
0: is fun. Yeah, and I think this is the first time I'm uh, doing the commentary with you. I think last time I was unavailable and you and uh, Jeffrey did it. That's correct, yeah. So Jeffrey and
1: I had chatted last time, but that was episode four that I wrote before of this season, and now uh, episode nine as we get near the season finale.
0: Yep, the season finale, and we're looking forward to seeing what happens in that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, here we are into the first scene, and we have uh, Brian Reed playing Zeph and uh, Catherine Pride pa- playing Tithia. Yes,
1: yeah, so and I thought this scene turned out great. I, I, uh, I mentioned in episode four because uh, that's where we introduced Zeph. Um, he's actually my creation, which was is kind of cool to be able to create a character in the King Ray universe, and um, so he he's been fun to write for, and I think Brian Reed does an amazing job of playing him. Uh, and I've mentioned this before, but hearing Brian Reed uh, interviewed on TWIP uh, and then hearing him play Zeph, it's like two different people. So he does <laughs> a fantastic job.
0: Oh, yes, yes. We're lucky to have him and uh, everyone else on the uh, Kingery cast.
1: Yes, and of course, Cat Pride always is Tithia is fantastic.
0: Yep. To...
1: But I, I found that I've really I, I've loved to write Tithia, and uh, and I'm really enjoying Zeph, but it, I don't know, I, I really... Tithia was one of the voices that came easiest for me to write. I don't I don't know why, I, but uh, when I was writing this scene, just her lines just seemed to flow for me. And I, maybe it's because, um, well, you know, I, I was a fan of the show before I started writing for the show. When I listened to it a lot, but I I don't know. Maybe it's just because Cat Pride does such a great job, and I can, and it really captures her that it just makes it easy to write. But I both my episodes have been kind of tithia heavy.
0: Yeah, actually, yeah, I I think other writers have found that Tithia is another is a fairly easy person to write for. So yeah, and it's kind of fun with Tithia this season because she's really
1: uh, growing up and dealing with some some things. Where I mean, she's really become one of the big bosses now, and so talking about moving out of her house, it's it seems like really overdue.
0: Yeah, yeah, she's no longer a kid.
1: Yeah. So 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 Zeph gives her the line spread your wings and fly little bird and she gives a tweet tweet which leads to a line in the next scene which I think is hilarious.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. When that's...
1: she when she exits and uh and actually I got a, a message from Cat Pry when she was recording it that she that was becomes one of her her favorite lines of all time for Tithia, where she says, tweet, tweet, motherfuckers. So <laughs> I was that, that was one of those things that just cracked the up when I wrote it.
0: Well, hopefully she listens to this and she adds those in as some uh, ad-libs later on. Because uh, <laughs> at least when I first started directing uh, The Kingery, it was uh, the tail end of season three and it was... Uh Jesus fuck with the new uh, curse word of choice. The new curse
1: word, yeah. So. <laughs> so
0: I'd love to see more of that uh that uh character specific motherfuckers, yeah. Well, the character specific <laughs> dialogue uh yes. throughout. Yes. So uh here we have uh Devi, played by Shane Nolan, uh Hooks played by Perry Whittle, Sarah played by Susan Bridges and uh then we will have uh Cat coming back in. Mhm.
1: And uh another trend so far in my writing of the King of Reese uh episodes is has been food. And uh the my first episode opened up with um hooks well, well you think it's 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 hooks, but at first we think it's proc cooking bacon in the kitchen. And uh now we're at the restaurant and Debbie's ordering wings and bacon and hot wings are two of my favorite things, so you know it's, <laughs> I guess I I don't know where I where I'll go from there because those are the the top two things. But yes, yeah, so far I've had uh placed my favorite foods in both episodes here. So
0: that's awesome. <laughs> that's a great little tidbit for everybody to know. I love how uh uh you all all the writers weave that kind of stuff in. Yeah. <laughs> And did we? Let's see. So, yes. So they
1: they um, ordered the the Kui, right? Yes. Yeah. Already. Right. Let's the see. Yes, they did. Okay. So this is one of those things. This is really one of those little Easter egg things. Because uh, I wanted it to be something a little bit different. You know, this is something. I mean, the kingery is is it's very earth like in a lot of ways, but there are other things that that aren't. And so um, anyway, I put cooey on the menu. And it's actually Ewok spelled backwards. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little joke that they're eating Ewok. I thought that would be really funny that they would eat Ewok. So in my mind, they are eating Ewoks right now.
0: That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that is just so great. Yeah.
1: And so Hook's cooks deciding to... Cut up her meat, you know, is about the end of it for her, for, for Tithia.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. She gets mad.
1: And oh, – go ahead. Oh, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, and and it, 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 this has been building for a long time with Tithia. You can see that it, it's been building. She's even had a hard time um pretty much all season. But then when she really spells it out here and says – right here, this line where she talks about having a family – a mom and a dad, a dad's dad, and it turns out the guy who killed her dad, yeah, that's, that's Hooks, trying to cut her meat right now. So, and even though Hooks wasn't, it wasn't like a murder or a bad situation, Hooks did shoot Proc, so it makes it difficult, I mean, I can understand, you can understand Tithia not being all that thrilled with this being you know, her new family.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and there's the line.
0: Tweet, tweet, motherfuckers. And now we move into the third scene where we have uh, Maddie Grave played by uh, uh, Alicia Lane Pickens and uh, Major played by uh, M. Ciro Garcia.
1: Yes. Um, Two of my favorite characters in the show. And this is really interesting as we see uh, Maddie, you know, Starting to become part of the, the gang here.
0: Yeah, I loved, I have to say, I loved this scene because it, you know, uh, Major and Matt, Maddie have always been like butting heads, you know, uh-huh. on the other opposite sides of the law. And the, for this scene, they're on the same side. And it was sort, yeah. of, a, it was sort of sweet to see the two, uh, basically, the two strong, uh, aggressive uh, females that have guns. Yeah. Working together yeah. to protect and, the kingery.
1: And I think in, in the writer's chat we had on this, and we talked about this in the outline, we thought it was necessary for them to, to have a conversation beforehand just to kind of say, you know, this is kind of weird that we're on the same side, but we are now. Uh, and that's kind of the conversation they had there was like, wow, we're we're used to trading bullets, and now here
0: we are backing each other up. So,
1: But I do think they make a kick-ass pair.
0: Yeah, they do make a kick-ass pair. So uh, here we have uh, David Morgan playing the man, and then uh, the person talking uh, just previously was uh, the th- one of the thugs. And that uh, all three thugs are played uh, by Eric Ruckman, Simon Peter Curran, and uh, Justin Dagnall. So I don't remember who which thug is which, but. They're there. They're
1: all Shimizu thugs. They're all bad guys. Yep. Don't
0: mind if I do.
1: They're gonna get roughed up here by a couple chicks.
0: Fucking kidding me. Do I look like I'm kidding. <laughs> now let's try this again. Uh. You're doing that in the sight of a uh, major? That's not a good idea, Mr. Thug. Oh, no, these Shimizu thugs are a little bit
1: uh, too confident in themselves.
0: Yep. I think one of the best scenes I ever mixed with Major was the scene where she just beat the snot out of the guy in the bathroom.
1: Oh, yes. That was in, in the finale of last year.
0: Yeah, that one was right, just yeah. amazingly was... fun to it's that mix. That was pretty
1: good. Yeah. So Kind of
0: amazing that Maddie's still packing even though she's no longer a cop. Too?
1: Right, yeah. She's packing. And we kind of see Maddie here um, uh, kind of step into the role of being one of, you know, Major's sidekick or Major's partner in one of, the, one of the gang. But also you can see, you know, when she ends up having to kill a guy or shoot a guy, uh, you know, she has some issues with it. It's it's not easy for her to do that. And she talks, kind of has to talk herself through it and justifies it, saying, you know, he was going to kill her. He was beating that guy, we had to do it, so so you can kind of see Maddie um kind of wrestling with
0: her situation
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and uh, major's uh happy that uh, <laughs> she's no longer on the police side, yeah, especially with that kind of shot. I imagine that the shot was the guy was holding the woman, and uh uh, she basically just shot him right in the head.
1: Yeah, that's kind of how it was intended. Yeah, she was, she was. He, the uh, thug, was making breaking for the door with uh, the hostage, and um, Maddie took care of it. Yep. it My name's okay, now this scene, I gotta say, is fantastic. I was really happy with the way it came out. I loved listening to it. I had to rewind it, listen to it again because. First of all, this whole storyline with Tommy and Asa and the revelation is, has been really cool. But I just think it came out great, and and uh, the actors here, Pete Mylan and and uh, Carl Glassmeyer, did just a fantastic job.
0: Yeah, they they. Uh, this is sort of picking up from the last episode where they were driving in no man's land and. Uh, I mean, they've just those two have done such a great job the last couple episodes. Actually, they always do a great job, but the last couple episodes they've really put a lot of emotion into the lines, and it's it's been real easy to mix those scenes.
1: Yeah, (laughs) the redneck tarzan—that's pretty good.
0: That that was in the script though.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it well yeah. I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I when I was writing for Tommy, it came out and just made me laugh. So I, you know, and then hearing him deliver was was really funny. This is actually the first time I've written for Tommy. Uh, Tommy wasn't in the episode four. He was in jail still, and uh, the episode I wrote before was kind of setting up. Um, them bringing in a new Tommy, and, uh, and so, yeah, so this is the first time I was Don't able to write to Tommy.
0: Well, you did a, a really good really job. Really <laughs>
1: good. Thanks, it was, yeah. That's why
0: we're here. I mean, uh, actually, all you writers do such a great job, it, it, it's really hard to, there's like, there's no writing style between, uh, that differs between you guys, you guys pretty much, I guess, in the outline, in the writer's chats, so you outline pretty well what needs to be done,
1: yeah and and the other really helpful thing beneficial thing is after we write a first draft of the episode we all get together and comment on it and so there are you know there were a couple of things in this episode where um, one of the writers said i think you know so and so wouldn't say that more like this and so so we have that feedback coming on uh, throughout the whole process so yeah i think that's that's what allows us to do that and keep it uh Make it sound, you know, with, with continuity, and make the characters sound the same is because, um, you know, I've Jeffrey and Susan have been writing these characters from the beginning, and you know they're weighing in on on the lines we write and make sure they sound okay. So, it's been a fun experience to write with the, this team, and it's it's an awesome show. I love the show, and so uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun. To do, and I'm looking forward to next season.
0: Yep, yep. Well, of course, I'm looking
1: forward to the next, the next uh, three episodes. But in this season, but uh, as far as writing again, it'll be next season for me.
0: Yep. Yep. Uh, we only have three episodes left, so. <laughs> but uh, as I said, this this episode was great, Jared, and it was great finally having a commentary with you. Yes. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. And uh, I guess we will see you next season.
1: Next season, yes. Next we've, season. Uh, I know we've we've done the outline for it, and or we've done the writers' chat for it. And Jeffrey's been working on the outline, so uh, yeah, we're getting going on it. So this, I know this one ends. It's it's a fantastic finish, and we've got some good stuff planned for next season. So we'll look forward to doing it again.
0: All right, all right. Well, nice. thank you, uh, Jared. Thanks, Christopher. And we will see everyone else next month.
1: Sounds good.